0: You're listening to The Wonder Podcast, brought to you by Be The Change Youth Initiative, where we believe everyone should be seen, heard, and loved. We're committed to educating, equipping, and empowering youth to use their lives in advocacy for others. The Wonder Podcast was created to be a space where we truly see and hear one another, because when we listen to people's stories, empathy is cultivated. So we'd like to invite you along with us as we listen and learn from others. This is The Wonder Podcast. My heart is to have this podcast be an open, non-judgmental space where we can listen to the stories of others and encourage one another to see that we can all make a difference no matter the age. A place where we can stand in humility, acknowledge that we're learning, and that it's a process, especially when researching topics and issues that we don't know much about. There's been several shootings over the past week and have gained national attention. And with everything that's happened, I personally have a desire and believe there's a need to talk about the topic of gun violence. Issues like these are never easy to talk about, but what I found from our travels around the country and from our work here in Chattanooga, a lot of people want to have these conversations. They just don't know where to start and because researching and talking about things that we don't understand is scary for a lot of us. So this is where I wanted to begin today. The only difference is I'm uploading this conversation for other people to hear, and it's kind of nerve wracking. I most definitely will get things wrong, um, but the more I sit in the tension and realize change needs to start somewhere and our world cannot stay the way it is, the more I understand the importance of stepping out even in the discomfort. And I hope it's encouraging for those of you who are listening. Change starts where people start doing things differently, and when we need, and we definitely need to do things differently. And if we stand by while it continues, then we're perpetrating the problem. And In all honesty, while researching for this conversation, reading article after article, I got so incredibly overwhelmed because there's so many different avenues and opinions all under the same umbrella of gun violence. So the first question for today is, when starting to have conversations around topics we're not as familiar with, where do we even start? Well, I firmly believe that we are better together. Community is so important. And if you've been listening to this podcast for some time now, you know it's something we talk about a lot. So today I've invited other people into this conversation, youth who are just as passionate about making a difference in our world, Avery Kelly and Miari Phillips. I met both of them through Riley's Way Foundation in Brooklyn, New York, and this organization focuses on empowering young leaders to use kindness and empathy to create meaningful connections and positive change. They also have a national initiative called Call for Kindness, where they fund youth-led projects that inspire kindness, strengthen communities, and bring people together. Winners receive up to $3,000 to fund their projects and join a cohort of fellows from across the country to participate in their kind leadership series, learning from experts and each other. I'm so excited about our projects. We're all chosen for this year's call for kindness. And what's cool is we haven't even met as a full group of fellows yet but we've already taken the initiative to reach out and get to know one another a bit better. So I am so thrilled to have you both join me today. Thank you so much. Oh my My gosh,
1: I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so before we get started, would you guys like to introduce yourselves?
2: I'm Niari. Like Sydney stated, I'm one of the Call for Kindness grant awardees. Um, And so my project Green Goddess focuses on empowering girls of color in the outdoor spaces to be their most authentic selves, uh, while looking at a connection to some of the bigger issues such as as gun violence. And so I did a fellowship through Cities United, um, which really empowers young leaders to learn more about the issue of gun violence. And so I represented my hometown, Rochester, New York, where I was able to cultivate the safe space and belonging um, and learn more about gun violence for Black uh, men and boys between the ages 13 to 24. Um, I was personally someone that was impacted by gun violence. Um, during my senior year of high school, I lost my cousin due to gun violence in a public mall. Um, and so that was something that really impacted me and wanted me to. Um, really be a force of change within this uh, atmosphere and really educate people on this topic um, and fight for young people that are also experiencing loss from gun violence.
1: Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. First off, this is my first time meeting you, Miari, So I just want to say it's so nice to meet you. I'm so excited. (laughs) to be here today. My name is Avery Kelly. I'm 14 years old. I am a filmmaker, a creative and a CEO of my own production company called Inspired Melanin where we have the goal to create projects that showcase um, underrepresented voices in a positive light. I also am the creator of the Love Carries On Drive which is a drive created where people can donate duffel bags and luggage tags that will be donated to fostered kids in, in need. And it will be donated to a local child welfare agency here in the city of Chicago and will be distributed to them so they'll be able to um, be able to distribute their items safely and properly when moving from place to place. So that is something that I was able to do and something I will be able to cultivate even more thanks to the amazing Call for Kindness grant and fellowship. I'm so excited that I was able to become a part of because now I have the amazing opportunity to chat with you two today and to be able to get to know even more people that are trying to upload with their community so i'm so excited to be here and i cannot wait for the conversation that we are going to have today because it is so very important
0: mm-hmm. yes uh thank you guys so much to giving your introductions i'm so excited to hopefully have even more conversations like this because 30 minutes obviously isn't a lot of time to even start getting into the conversation of gun violence but the more that we have these conversations the more people also be able to see like how they can make a difference in their communities so thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me today Um, I'm just so honored to know you both and what you're doing in communities I know it's helping so many other people and I can see it through the work that you're doing So before we get started, I just wanna take some time to check in. Also, a lot of our work at Be The Change Youth Initiative is centered around emotional well-being and normalizing the conversation around mental health. When it comes to youth gun violence, there's so much to address, school safety, and the fear many students are feeling about simply going to school, the graphic images that are hard to escape on TV and social media, and thoughts about our own mortality. So, having said all of that, how are you both?
1: Mm, that's a great question, first off. i I absolutely. Love that because I feel like on other things that I've been on, never one of the questions have ever been asked, How are you? So I think that that's first up so amazing. I would have to say personally, I am doing I am doing pretty well. I can say that my mental health could be in a little bit better of a headspace. There's so much that's going on in the world and in my own personal life, I'm in the process of moving. And then there's also a lot going on as I'm ending school, a lot to balance and a lot to juggle. And just with everything that's going on too, um, it's kind of hard to see that the world is moving in this spot to see that Mm -hmm. we as a people are moving in this spot and just as a youth in itself I always am nervous and worried that something like this could easily happen to me or someone that I love so it has been a lot to take in for sure it definitely is hard to see every day And honestly, basically, sometimes even scared to go on social media because, oh, my gosh, what's going to be the next thing that happens that harms so many people. But overall, besides that, which is a lot to say besides, I would have to say I am doing pretty well. I have time to spend with my friends and my family. I still get to see them. Um, They're doing well and healthy. So overall, I'm doing okay. I could be better, but I'm doing okay. (laughs) Mm, Thank you for that, honesty.
2: Yes, well, I love that honesty. And Avery, I think that you're just so impressive at 14 years old. I wish I was doing what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I appreciate your resilience to know that you're finding peace and comfort within this space when a lot is going on and impacting the younger Gen Z. Um, for me, to be completely honest and transparent, I think that this has been a lot on mental health. I think that it's very nerve-wracking, um, especially when we are looking at the shootings in Buffalo, New York. That's an hour away from my hometown in Rochester, New York. Um, I work at a grocery store, and so to be able to see these experiences and say, you know, that could have been me at any moment, and to have that survivor's guilt is something that is like, you know, definitely. Something that just sits with you um, and is hard to, you know, kind of come to peace with and accept the fact that everything's moving so quick and it's just happening so fast and it's like ongoing. Um, like you stated to me, it's it's been several mass shootings within this past weekend alone, and so just to be able to find comfort and peace um, and take care of yourself and like have that self care is definitely difficult. Um, And you know, especially as a young person that wants to do so much and show up for people in the space and like wanting to see where to even begin. um, is definitely challenging because it's like oh my gosh like I want to help in so many different ways but i'm just one person and i'm like very. Goal and active driven. I want to see actions produced um, through the work that I do. And so if something's not happening immediately, you know, I kind of shut down. And mm-hmm. so I think that this is a space where a lot of people are finding time to, you know, shut down because no results have happened within the past several years if we're comparing Uvalde to Sandy Hook. So, mm,
0: yeah. So with the Wonder Podcast and with Be the Change Youth Initiative, we're trying to educate and equip youth to be leaders in their community, similar to what you're doing. Um, and right now, one of the most impactful ways that we can lead, especially on social media, is to research. That's one way that we can start having this conversation. A lot of people don't know what to do moving forward because they're like, I'm just a human. This feels so much bigger than me. Well, one of the things that we can do is to research and educate ourselves on facts before we speak or post anything. Um, and I'll convince and like, confess, and like I said before, even entering into this conversation um, with the two of you was a little nerve-wracking because my knowledge about gun laws and gun violence is incredibly limited and honestly up until recently non-existent but we can't depend on other people to tell us the facts we need to learn how to research them for ourselves so I'd love for you to share what this process might look like for you and feel free to share any resources that you think others might find um, beneficial
1: Mm. That's a really great one. So I know for me, kind of similar to you, I was very nervous coming into this interview because I know that I am not an expert on gun laws. I'm not an expert on gun violence. I just know the way that it's impacting me. So I I was very, a little bit nervous. I was like, okay, I want to make sure that I actually know what I'm talking about when coming on here. And I do know that a couple of months ago, there was a school shooting that happened in Minnesota. And that was the first time that made me truly research Oh my gosh what if this happens to me i have to actually know a bit more about this topic so the first thing that i made sure to search up is how are guns impacting my age group my age group being 13 to 18 and when I looked up this information, I found a, diff- a couple of different resources that really helped me. I know that several universities did studies on different mass shootings that have happened um, in the United States since the year. I believe it was 2014. I know that Cornell did a study. I know that Yale did a study. And so those were two that I did find. But when doing this research after that, I learned some really really heartbreaking information and I have it right here in front of me um so this is fully U.S. related that 43 percent of gun violence is murder between um um, different people and 54 percent of that is suicide and over 20 percent of that 54 percent rate is youth under the age of 18 and that took me that took me back I was not expecting that at all. And that hurt me so much. Like I needed to take a minute just to know that many youth out there have that sense of hopelessness. It's something that I just wish that I could touch every single person that's ever felt that way and just make it better. And that's something that I know that I unfortunately cannot do. But I know that with more control over guns, that solution to end that wouldn't be there. And that's something that also had me very, very shocked. So when mm-hmm. l- researching about gun violence, it just made me realize how many different forms of gun violence there are and how many ways that we can, we as a people can try and stop it. And that all starts with researching. So I would definitely say to everyone, I truly encourage you to do your research because it makes you more aware. It doesn't make you ignorant to the topic. It doesn't Mm. make it so you have absolutely no knowledge. It makes it so you understand what's going on and you have a view on it and you actually could do something to help Mm. rather than not knowing any information. So I'm telling you researching, it may be hard, it may be difficult. You may have absolutely no idea of where to start, but I just suggest just looking up, even if it's just as simple as what is gun violence, that can lead you down a rabbit hole that will help you learn more and more and more information. And I encourage you to do it, even though it is sad, although it is hard, it is the truth. And we have to make sure that we're knowledgeable on that because Mm -hmm. it's something that's going on and a problem that needs to be stopped. Yes.
2: Yes, I definitely agree. I think that I am no expert as well in gun violence. I think that the greatest impact that has helped me learn more about this issue is through storytelling and being able to get out in my community and have Will tell their stories that have been impacted by gun violence. Um, my city is one of the leading um, causes of death is gun violence within the city of Rochester, New York. And so a lot of people are impacted greatly by this issue. And we understand that um, gun violence is not individualistic. It is an ecosystem that is greater than ourselves, that is made up and impacting families, schools, communities, recreation centers. And so we have to act as if it is this collective agency that is impacting more than just the person that is hit with gun violence and being specific about the language that we're using, oftentimes when we're talking about gun violence, the language is sometimes triggering for people um, to be able to really understand and create this picture um, both to the victim's family but also to the person that is actually causing the harm um, to these families and so we have to make sure that we're very specific in knowing the facts and that's really when that research piece comes in Um, and when you're doing your research make sure you're looking at a variety of different things it's so easy to see the first thing and be like oh my gosh like Wow, this is what's happening, and then just run with a false narrative. Um, because as we're recognizing on the news right now, there's so many different facts coming out, and that's through the importance of storytelling. You know, these families are getting on the news and saying this is what's going on, um, where these media outlets are not telling us, they're not telling us what's going on. And a lot of times, you know. The truth is very limited and so unless people are able to come out and really tell their story and say how they were impacted, you know it's like one side tells all the media only wants to tell us what they want us to hear. Um, you know, we have to think about it, we live in a capitalistic society and so that's what's going to happen, um, we also have to be. Cognizant and researching policymakers and when we're talking about change, you know as young people and as communities, you know who is fighting for these gun laws and policies to be classed And who is trying to be resistant to this change um, and so it's definitely important to look at the collaboration between the two and really understand. Um, as far as people looking to learn more about gun violence, I would definitely recommend them to. The city united page um, and if you are a youth of color definitely apply for their fellowship if you're between the ages of 18 and 24 um, because it was a great experience they really do cultivate this space for people to feel safe and authentic and learn more about gun violence um, and have a public health approach and so i think that is a big thing um, public health is something that definitely uh, leads the way to our well-being and to have that safe community um, and so when we look at gun violence as a public health approach it definitely increases our understanding of what can be done and what call to actions we can be making to our policymakers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, all that's so good. And you said it was City United?
2: Yes, yeah, Cities United.
0: All right, perfect. Awesome. I want to make sure
2: they got that because it's kind of cut off when it said that. So
0: I want to make sure that we had that on there. <laughs> so yes, I love the fact that like there were two things when both of you were speaking. Um, especially Yumiari, where you were talking about different ways that we can start, like, not just doing research, but the way that we kind of approach approach doing research, research, like, knowing that we don't have to be experts stepping into this area, and both of you said it, like, it's we're just beginning this conversation there's so much to dig into and so much to look up there's so many things being thrown at us and we do not have to be experts in this area in order to start the conversation but it's important that we do take steps towards doing our own research and what does that look like making sure that we're taking um different information from different sources making sure we're kind of like matching that up looking up people who um are on both sides of the spectrum and how are they collaborating to make a difference what are ways that we can make tangible differences in our way um and before we end i have some action items because i always want to leave with a call to action for everyone that way we kind of step in the right direction of saying what are things that you can do today in order to um go on this journey of ending gun violence like what are ways that we can tangibly be making this a better world for Our generation for younger generations to live in is so incredibly important Um, and over the last the past week, there has been so much talk about gun laws. Uh, We're seeing both state legislators and Congress looking to pass um, legislation that will curb gun violence in the US. Whether that's universal background checks or red flag laws, just to name two, it seems like for the first time momentum is building. And just this week, New York passed a bill that raises the legal purchase age of anyone buying a semi-automatic rifle to 21 and requires a license, something that was only required for handguns. I think there are a lot of contributing factors to this. But we can't ignore the work our generation is doing through social media, organizing protests and walkouts, engaging local politicians. In the US alone, we've lost horrific numbers of people to gun violence. A statistic taken from the CDC's most recent available data states that there have been, on average, a total of 40,620 gun deaths by intent per year, per year. 23,891 of those being suicides and 15,343 of those being homicides. The U.S. gun homicide rate is 26 times that of other higher-income countries. And firearms are the number one leading cause of death for American children and teens. And every day, more than 110 Americans are killed with guns. These are heavy statistics. And with those numbers in tragedy after tragedy, it's hard to hold on to hope of a brighter and safer future for our generation and then generations after with closing this last segment for today's conversation i want to focus on the change taking place the fact that youth are rallying together to make sure that hope will become a reality what are ways that you're encouraged by our generation and what are you hopeful for moving forward Mm
1: -hmm. i i first have to say i all the times that i go on social media I feel like the thing that I'm most proudest of is the way that I am seeing our age group and our generation speaking out about these topics, because no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to even have to have these conversations. The fact that these conversations have to be held in the first place is something that no one really wants to do, because we don't want it to be happening. But the fact of the matter is that it is happening, and that our age group it has the courage enough to speak out about it, whether or not they have been directly impacted by gun violence, whether or not they haven't, they're still speaking out about these issues and with the power of social media, because that's honestly the main way that a lot of our age group gets information. And although there are a lot of non-creditable sources on there, there are several pages that do fact checks, that do background checks on this information. And that's how lots of our age group gets that. And that being shared through people boosting reposting on their stories it gets to na- it gets to national levels it reaches national and international attention and i'm so very proud of that because i truly feel the impacts that are that the youth have made through social media has made these lawmakers want to heavily enforce these changes because they've seen how much it's impacting us directly. People have spoken out, whether or not that's through protests and through rallies or through videos that they decide to post on Instagram. They've spoken out about how this pain has honestly shaped them differently. And they've spoken out about how Everything has impacted them, their friends, their families, the way that they go about life. I know that seeing the all the way that gun violence has impacted my family, my friends, people on social media has made me think differently about life. It's made me walk differently. It's made me just have a different outlook. It's made me research more. It's made me want to research more. And I'm so proud of the change that is happening through social media and just through our youth in general, because we're speaking out about these topics, reaching out to different people that have the ability to change these laws, whether or not it's on a local level, a community level, a state level, a federal level, we're speaking out about these things. And for the future, I just want to be able to see even more people that are in these places to make these changes listening even more and more to our voices because although we may be young although some of us don't even have the ability to vote I know I don't have the ability to vote yet but we're still speaking out and I want I want people to make sure that they listen because our voices still do matter even though we're young that doesn't mean that we have absolutely no knowledge of what's going on and through social media it makes you eat it it forces you to have knowledge of what's going on because you see these things in the media every single day. And it makes you curious about it. It makes you want to know what is going on and how can I make a difference? How can I help? And I just am so proud to see so many youth acting on that. So even though these conversations are hard, even though no one really wants to have them, we still are having them because it's what's currently going on in our world today and how we're working and moving towards not ever having to have these conversations again is what's the most important.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Um, one thing about Generation Z is we would not tolerate anything. And so I love that we are pushing older generations to really make this change. You know, I feel like if it wasn't for our generation, a lot of things would be stagnant. A lot of people would be complacent, they would be in the same spot, they would be okay, they would be content because that's how things always work. And so Generation Z is saying we will not tolerate this, we want change, we want better. And as Avery stated, you know, they're willing to use their voice as a a beacon of change and go on social media and use their platforms and say, you know, this is unacceptable, this is how we can move forward. Um, but something else that I really appreciate through our generation is to see how many people are action driven and wanting to create something. And so I believe our generation is made up of so many creatives, you know, utilizing our gifts and talents to really push forward something better for the future generations after us. And so like even utilizing this podcast to me is something that is just incredible or how you use your songs to to improve mental health and the well-being of others. Like I think that is incredible. And that's something that our generation really has a gift with um, because we're we're actually coming together and forming this collaboration and collective to be able to think of people and things other than ourselves. You know, it's so hard to get caught up. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in something um, because once again, we do live in a capitalistic society where it's easier to be selfish and greedy and think about ourselves, but. All the work that we're doing through all of our projects here at Riley's Way and just other initiatives that young people are creating and cultivating and taking up space and being able to say, here's the need, you know, here's what I'm going to go out and actually do and all the youth that are being impacted is most important because the projects that we're working on are some of the greatest things that make up the ecosystem of gun violence. And so when we talk about mental health, we have to talk about gun violence. When we talk about housing laws, we have to talk about gun violence, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's so important that we're making things accessible for those who may not have a seat at the table or previously had access to and being able to share our knowledge and wealth with others to be able to really take action and make that change so that's something that i definitely love about our generation that we will get the job done we will fight even if we are not old enough vote, utilizing that collective autonomy with older Gen Z's that are able to vote, how do we cultivate and organize the space where we're able to go to our policymakers, because young people, once again, you know, we understand that we're the ones being impacted the most by these issues and we will not tolerate it, and so I think that that's something that I really appreciate from the younger generation. And there's so much hope and love.
1: Mm, Yes, for sure. And just to add on to what you said, I just I also love just how much the older generation and the younger generation are kind of starting to come together more before through previous years we've seen how oh older generations really look down on our voices and yes there are still many times where that does still occur but i feel more and more as it's been proven through so many different movements that have happened now that didn't just start this year didn't just start in 2021 and 2020 but have been going on for a long time but have been more spoken out about now Mm -hmm. i feel like the older generations are starting to listen more and even though that's something that we kind of need because older generations are at the seats at the table right now. They are the ones who make the final call about whether or not these laws will be put in place to end things such as gun violence. And I feel with the way that our generation is moving, like Miari said, it is it, we are change makers, we are creatives, how you are just doing be the change and how you are also doing in the company of wolves, just making sure that you can speak out about different topics that are actually impacting people. Mm -hmm. These are changes that can be made through passions that the youth have. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just knowing that we are so goal driven, that we know a spot that we want to be at, and we are willing to do anything to work towards that, not just for the betterment of ourselves, but for the betterment of our entire generation, because we're the present and we're the future. So we have to think about how we want to make a change now and how that will constantly impact us moving forward, how it will impact generations after us. And I love how that's the mindset so many Gen Zers have. And that's something that I am so proud to see something Mm -hmm. that I love and something that I honestly strive to be every day. As I grow, I'm like, I want to be even more goal-driven and goal-oriented to Mm -hmm. be able to use my passions in a way that will be able to help people, that will be able to work towards a cause that's greater than just myself or my direct family members, but something that can impact an entire community for years and years and years to come. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm something everyone should try and do regardless of how old you are just try and make a difference because you never know how it can change your life and change other people's lives in a positive way so that's something that I love and I just really wanted to touch upon because I feel like it's amazing thing for a person Mm. and will make lots of change in our world
0: Yes, I am so encouraged and inspired by both of you and the work that you're doing and what you've said today, Um, that really kind of underscores the importance of community and the fact that once we surround ourselves with like-minded people who are just as passionate as creating a change and creating a better, safer world for our youth, like it makes you want to do more. It makes you want to step into those hard places. It makes you want to advocate for things that you might've been scared to advocate for before, because you were like, no one else is doing it. It feels like no one else is doing it. I'm alone in this. And then when you talk with other people who are wanting to say the same things and who are wanting to chase after that same goal of creating this world where we can all um champion one another and we can start having conversations about these difficult topics and hopefully have them come to an end then that's when you realize like this is where it starts this is where change starts it's that empowerment it is that conversation starter and i know that you are all very busy humans of ceos of your own companies and organizations and you have other meetings to get to but before we close i wanted to give some action items um, especially because when I first started, I wanted to know what are some things that I can tangibly do. And so I did for some research. And here are some things that for those that are listening, if you don't know where to start, these are some things that you can start today. Reach out to your senators to take bold action on gun safety. This is as simple as doing a Google search and looking up how to contact senators in your community and knowing who those senators are. Number two, donate to support the work of organizers who are already working to end violence, gun violence. Do research, find organizations who are actively fighting to end gun violence, who are already doing the work to make it less of a reality and what it looks like to for us in our everyday lives to further the cause have more conversations around this topic, continue your research, gather family and friends, find other people who want to start the conversation around this topic and or find ways for you all to get connected and support other organizers, whether through volunteer work or spending an hour or two together contacting local officials. And with future elections, vote for representatives who are ready and willing to stand up for life-saving gun laws and regulations. All of these actions will cause us to research more. But once we do more research, we will be better equipped to not only take more action ourselves, but encourage others to do the same. And that's how I wanted to end this podcast. Because without, we can't, I mean, it starts with conversations, but there's no action leading those conversations, leading after those conversations, then what's the point of what we're doing? So we want to be able to encourage and empower one another to say, you're not too young to make a difference. Chase after these things. These are very important and it's affecting so many of us. And we got to step outside of ourselves and be able to say, how can I move forward? Here's some tangible things that we can do that. And let's continue to encourage and empower one another. So thank you so much, Miari and Avery, for joining me today. This has been such an amazing conversation. I'm so thankful for both of you. Thank you for taking the time to have this really difficult conversation with me today. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be very thankful because it's showing that youth are very empowered and that we're ready to take action no matter what happens. Um, Yeah, we're going to make sure that our, our voices are heard. So I'm very thankful for that.
2: Yes, thank you, Sydney, for having me and asking me to be a part of this podcast. It was so great to be in dialogue with both you and Avery. Um, I think that this was such a productive conversation, and I can't wait to disseminate it out to the public so they can hear and learn more and educate themselves on gun laws and regulations. So thank you.
1: Mm, Of course. Thank you so much. This has been such a wonderful conversation, and I honestly am inspired by the two of you so much just through all of the work that you were doing it just makes me want to go out there and make a change even more so i've been so so heavily empowered by this conversation and i hope that everyone listening can be inspired and empowered as well to do research to reach out to make a change in your community and your world which will over uh, will ultimately ends up impacting everyone so thank you so much for having me on it is a pleasure and also it was so nice meeting you Miari. it was so nice to talk to you again sydney this has just been so much fun to be able to discuss with everyone how we can make a positive change in our community so thank you
0: of course, and for those listening, do not feel afraid to reach out. If you have any questions, let us know, and then I will be um, putting up all the information on how you guys can follow them on Instagram. That way, we can all stay connected, and I'll be encouraged by one another. And we will see you all next time on the Wonder Podcast.